You asked for it. Now you've got it. The ultimate FIFA soundtrack has been decided with iconic artists like Muse, MGMT, Saint Motel, Blur, Billie Eilish and more making their return in FIFA 23's new World Cup mode. Play the World Cup now in FIFA 23 on PlayStation 5. FIFA 23, the world's game. PlayStation. YouTube video announcement! Sorry. YouTube video announcement. This week was the game... <laughs> oh, God. YouTube video announcement. This week was the Game Awards and the team sat down and filmed their live reactions to the show. Head over to watch and don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Incredibly exciting. It's really about as a developer. Amazing feeling. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode one hundred and twenty-four of the latest PS5 podcast. First off, why is my mic all the way to the left? Let me move that over here. I am your host, Mr. Sunny Sangera. It's a very, very, very short episode this week compared to normal weeks because we're going to talk the Game Award winners, we're going to talk the Game Award announcements, and we've got a big Microsoft Activision update. Now, the reason why it's going to be shorter this week is we have a live reaction video to the Game Awards announcements on YouTube. The link is in the description. So we'll get onto that as soon as we finished doing this one. Uh, but who better to do all that with than my host, Mr. Alex Sylvester. How you doing, Alex? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. It's a little bit tired from uh, watching the Game Awards yesterday, but I can't wait to dive into it. <laughs> excellent our live reactions were funny um so we definitely advise people to go and watch them all right so before we get into the news alex uh what have you been playing over the last week uh i've been playing a bit of god of war oh nice let me get through that game again um uh and also uh uh, I managed to complete. Uh, actually, I was going through because of the uh, stadiums closed down. Obviously, um, they sent me a reminder. Uh, I went through uh, Jedi Knight: Fallen Order, just trying to get you know the last little uh, levels that on little trinkets I haven't finished. And so what still... you're saying is, in the in the in the in the time that you say that you never have, you just go back to playing games that you've already played. Like, right, exactly. this is, ladies and gentlemen, this is what, what I got to put up with. This is what I have to put up with. It's the fact that it's Stadia, yeah? This is going to be the last time that it's a, a technology like this is going to be, well, from Google, uh, is going to be presented. So might as well just, like, play, because you're going to be shutting it down in uh, January, isn't it? So, yeah, so I've got, like, two, pretty much all the games I've completed. The last one I've got to uh, wrap up now is uh, Cyberpunk. And then, obviously, from the wards, we uh, had a new, new announcement now, isn't it? So uh, I'm going to have to get that on the PS5. So hopefully it's going to be as good as the one on Stadia. But, um, but yeah, well, I mean, amazing, the... so... Still it's, really it's nothing, it's yeah, it's not been nothing but positive from Digital Foundry for the next gen cyberpunk games, you know, and they're obviously really working at constantly doing it. And obviously the rumor is that there's a big game of the year version, which will include the original Cyberpunk 2077 and the new DLC um on PlayStation 5 next year as well. But my advice is just grab it cheap on PS4 from a pre-owned bin because the update's free. So you can get Cyberpunk 2077 for PS5 for probably a tenner. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> you just got to find a cheap copy of the game. That bargain. It's all good. Um, yeah. Well, well, where where did you get up to on God of War before we move on? Uh, God of War. I'm I'm just um, sailing around now, and I'm. What did I just do? I think I found that dragon again. Um, <laughs> and I'm basically just going to the various different islands. I'm, I've strayed off the actual um, the main mission. Um, and I'm going to the various islands around, which I wasn't able to get to before. And there was this massive giant, which I had to try and destroy, uh, made of flames. Um, there was another dragon um, and like an ice giant as well. I don't even know all the names. But, it's crazy yeah. that these are all just side missions. Yeah, yeah bad, bad, absolutely amazing. And I, just uh, and I, I was going to say, um, what I love yeah. about God of War is what you're going through there is that you you forget that you can actually go back. You now have the weapon that will unlock that area for you to that go there. You know what I mean? That was from last week, last week's episode, remember? So, like, when you reminded me, yeah, you can still go back even afterwards. I thought, well, after I finished that, that last bit, uh, I just thought, hold on, I'm still, it's still got free reign. So I just went around. There's still some areas that I can't get yet. So I'm thinking um, there's obviously a lot more um, powers or abilities that I need to try and acquire. But still an awesome game. It's still an awesome game. And I can't wait to complete it. Then I'll My advice on. now is just focus on the story. Finish the story. Oh, when, no, 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 no. Because when you finish the story, everything unlocks. So you're not actually... Because what you don't realise is you're double dipping yourself. You're going to an area, realise you can't do it. And you're like, oh, I'll come back later. So you've double dipped. Whereas if you finish the story, yeah. everything's open. Nothing's going to block you. And then you can really explore. You know what I mean? Um, finish the story. I'll probably just forget the game. I'll just leave it. I'll well, we just need you to finish the story, mate. That's all we need. We just need you to finish the story. I'm just enjoying know? it, man. I'm enjoying it. But what about you, Speak, man? Come on. Speaking of finishing yeah, stories, yeah, speaking on. of finishing stories, 45 hours later, yeah. the campaign for God of War Ragnarok is done. Oh, I'm happy. Sweet. And it's cool because, as I said, I looked at the trophies for the first time after I finished the game. And, yep, side mission trophies are done bar one so i was like yeah i've done all that and the the only remaining trophies there was a few that you can't do until after you've clocked the campaign and it's just a few little uh favors like collection things and i was like yeah look at that that's almost a completionist finish to the game you know what i mean but you can't get the platinum before you finish your campaign you have to finish your campaign for um one side mission to start Mm. which is classed as the epilogue, uh, which is a trophy tied to it. So obviously now I'm just going to tidy up the game, but finish a game, great game, absolutely stunning. We'll talk about uh, where it lands in Game of the Year when we do our Game of the Year episode, which will be obviously for listeners later this year. But Alex, Dude. enough about that. Before we go on to the Game Awards, one more person on this podcast has been playing a game this week. And that is Demi. So let's head over to Demi and hear what she has been playing. Hi, listeners. It's Demi. And of course, I am back with another game recommendation. Are you a fan of smooth jazz concerts? Death! No, I'm just kidding. But not really, though. Let's take a journey through the stunning world that is the Forest Quartet. The Forest Quartet is a 3D puzzle adventure about a gone but not forgotten lead singer. Play her spirit and travel through three acts unique to the members of her band for a final farewell concert. Face their emotions, solve puzzles and fight the corruption plaguing their souls. Now, we are provided codes for this game by the publisher and I can proudly say I have finished the game 
And what an experience. The feeling of heartbreak and loss is told so elegantly. The journey through grief is uplifting and beautifully told. From the music and the game to the sounds of the world, it all comes together to create a real touching experience. Like all of the games I have previously mentioned, I highly recommend this one despite it being so different to all of the others. The game was published by Bedtime Digital Games and developed by Mads and Friends. Thank you very much, Demi. And yep, the Forest Quartet also being played. Uh, great game. Um, beautiful. You know, it's one of those unique finds that when you just want something to play and then you find that hidden gem, this is definitely one of them. So highly recommended the Forest Quartet. The trailer for the game is in the podcast description. But Alex, let's move on. Story number one. Okay, so last night was the Game Awards. And um, obviously there is a lot of awards to get through. But what we do, uh, what we did last week on the latest PSX, which is our Patreon exclusive episode, is we picked certain categories out and we predicted who the winners were. So I've obviously got that written all down and we've got the actual winners there. So we thought we'll see how we get on. Okay. So first up, um, we had most anticipated game. Okay, um, you had put that you thought Starfield was going to win that. I thought Zelda was going to win that. Um, and Zelda was the winner for most anticipated game. Come on, you thought an Xbox game was going to win a, an award. Don't be it silly. Obvious. It was obvious what was going to happen, man. But, um, you know, Zelda won. Uh, sports game. Um, you put Gran Turismo 7. I put mm-hmm. FIFA 23. Gran Turismo 7 was the winner. Boom, boom. That's nice. Multiplayer. Uh, you had put. Um, I'm trying to see. We both put multiverses. Uh, we were both wrong. Uh, what you wanted to win actually won, which was Splatoon three. Yep, yep. Family game. We both lost. We both said Switch Sports. Um, we both thought it, we both wanted it to be Lego. We both thought it was Switch Sports. The winner was Kirby and the Forgotten Lands. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, fighting game. Uh, you'd put multiverses. I put Sifu. Multiverses was the winner on yes. that. I can't believe Sifu didn't win. That's yes. crazy. Right. Um, action adventure game. Um, we you had put Horizon Forbidden West. I'd put God of War. God of War had won that one. Action game. We both put Bayonetta 3. Bayonetta 3 had won that one. Mm-hmm. Ongoing game. We both said Genshin Impact, which was a great shout. Uh, but Final Fantasy 14 was the winner. I swear that game won the award last year as well. <laughs> it just keeps winning it. You know what I mean? Um, audio. Um, we both... I put Elden Ring. You put Gran Turismo 7. The actual winner was God of War. Art Direction. Um, I put Horizon Forbidden West. You put Elden Ring. The winner was Elden Ring. And mm-hmm. the big one, Game of the Year. You put a Plague Tale because you were just trying to be politically correct and balance everything out. I put God of War Ragnarok. The winner was Elden Ring. So, Alex, the big battle of the night was obviously God of War versus Elden Ring. Between yeah. those two games alone, they won 10 awards. That's awesome, isn't it? Elden Ring winning the big one, which was Game of the Year, and it won three other awards. And then God of War winning six awards throughout the night. Um yeah. Good. Two well, games like to dominate, you know, it just shows just head how far from Soft and Sony were in the, Sony Santa Monica, sorry, were from everybody else with yeah, this year of yeah. games. 
definitely. And like, I mean, it's been a very quiet game, oh, sorry, quiet year uh, in terms of heavy hitter games. Uh, I mean, even, even though we did have like the likes of uh, Horizon and uh, I guess Gran Turismo doesn't really count um, in terms of like a full well-rounded game, it's been quite quiet. But hopefully next year there's going to be a lot more competition and from the um, what the trailers that we've seen, it should be pretty good. Yeah, uh, before we move on, that was obviously our predictions. I'll go really, really fast. The overall winners, Game of the Year was Elden Ring. Player's Choice, Genshin Impact. Ongoing Game, Final Fantasy XIV. Community Support, Final Fantasy XIV. Mobile Game, Marvel Snap. Most Anticipated Game, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Forget esports. Uh, multiplayer Game, Splatoon 3. Best Adaption, Arcane. Family Game, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Narrative, God of War Ragnarok. Role-playing game, Elden Ring. Performance, Christopher Judge for God of War Ragnarok. Sports racing game, Gran Turismo 7. Fighting game, Multiverses, Art Direction, Elden Ring. Score, Soundtrack, God of War Ragnarok. Highly deserved on that one. Action Adventure, God of War Ragnarok. Audio Design, God of War Ragnarok. Games for Impact, As Dusk Falls. Action game, Bayonetta 3. Independent game was Stray. You yeah. know, we spoke about that. Strategy game, Marion Rabbid, Sparks of Hope. VR game, Alex, Moss Book 2 won on that one. Debut indie game, Stray. Studio game direction from software. Studio game direction, B&E Entertainment for Elden Ring. Innovation in accessibility, God of War Ragnarok. And then the rest were just crappy esports awards <laughs> on that front, which we can't say you about. almost read that as fast as uh, Jeff Keighley did <laughs> when he was <laughs> skipping through so many of the awards. <laughs> that's um, the problem because that's the only thing about it is the Game Awards doesn't know what it is because it tries to keep time down. If you are a Game Awards, I understand you want as many viewers as you want and you're going to get viewers by being an E3-like show. Mm. So focus give time let the awards breathe don't just rush it you know you can't say yeah i'm up for best action game when you say yeah god of war it also won dun, 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 dun. the people yeah. who worked on that department deserve time for it as well you know totally, what i mean totally and what they should do is obviously they're looking at the time if they've got you know they've got cinemas booked and stuff like that utilize your pre-show better then and I, get like four or five awards in there the smaller sure. ones in there because to the people that are in the auditorium <laughs> who have worked for like five years and have won an award, they still get to get up, they get a speech, put a bloody timer like sports yeah. and everyone else do so the speaker knows that, oh, the, the award person knows they've only got three minutes to say thank yous or whatever. And obviously the bigger awards get longer, you know, <laughs> but at least they get that time instead of just rushing it. And you're like, okay, you know what I mean? So I bought this suit for no reason. What's going on here? <laughs> or at least just give him like a chance to do like a video thanks as well, isn't it? or a video appreciation. Just record it beforehand. But anyway, it was a good, it was a better show, at least, you know, so Jeff can be happy. Hopefully they can just like take some of our advice and just whittle it down just a little bit more. I mean, I, I understand you've got so many awards and you have to keep the esports stuff in because that's going to get your audience higher. Problem is, it's all kept in house. So Jeff Keighley can just lie and say, yeah, hundred million people watched it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Where only 5 million watched it. You won't know, you won't tell the truth, but it's as long as he beats the Oscars, that's all he cares about. Right. But yeah. two and a half hours to get all those, just again, you don't, I thought what would be cool is on the week of game awards. Why don't you do two announcements a day? 
those announcements get time to breathe. They're not the bigger announcements. They're not going to get lost in the shuffle. So yeah, you yeah. build your countdown. Oh, oh, you could count down on the run-up to the Game Awards, maybe one award a day for the really small ones. Yeah. And they get the video package. They get a world premiere. And then you get, they get bigger and bigger. And then you get the Game Awards. So by the time you get to the Game Awards, you've got two hours of content left with the big guns ready to go. But... Alas, he just wants as much airtime as they can get for Jeff on the screen. Jeff show, and it? it's all about the Jeff show. <laughs> Speaking of airtime, Alex, uh, we're going back to a world that has very uh, polluted air, aren't we? And I cannot wait. This was exciting news, ladies and gentlemen. Hadio Kajama and Kajima Productions. Um, uh, I've just ladies and gentlemen, before Alex continues, how does he say Kajama and then Kajima in the same <laughs> sentence? <laughs> Where am I getting Kajama from? You know what it is? It's Tekken. <laughs> you can see last night's live reaction and Alex going to bed late and then recording this morning has affected the brain. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> it's all excitement, man. So Hideo Kijima, yeah, and not Kajama. <laughs> Productions. Uh, next upcoming title has been confirmed to be Death Stranding 2. After a long speculation that a sequel would be on its way, it's now confirmed. Uh, a trailer premiere during the Game Awards, uh, as we've, we've seen, uh, which revealed the return of many of the characters from the first game, both in the trailer and with the reveal of the cast at the end. Afterwards, Kojima came out himself and spoke about the game. If I didn't give anything away as usual, he did say that there are plenty of hints left in the trailer for fans to dissect, and he encourages that people do so. People will find shit in there, you know, and then it'll all come out. That's what I love about Kojima. He can just put stuff in and people will rip it apart and find it. You know what I mean? It's mad. Like a Marvel film or something, right? But uh, but yeah, I'm 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 for I'm, I'm excited. I'm gonna see it's it's gonna be interesting to see if he actually keeps the same um style of gameplay. You know, is it gonna oh, 100 percent hundred percent because he nailed it. But when people forget something, Alex, I need you to think now. Death Stranding ran on the Decima engine on PS4. And it looked jaw-dropping. It was probably the best-looking game on PS4. This game is not coming to PS4. It's PS5 only. So the Decima engine is going to purr, you know, on PS5. I cannot wait to see what this game visually is going to look like. It's going to be stunning. It's going to literally be real. It's gonna, I mean? it's gonna look really good, but I did like the, the key thing is like yeah, the, it always looked amazing, you know. And like yeah, if they're gonna tweak up the graphics, that's gonna be great. But I just want, I want to know what that MacGuffin's gonna be. That that new element, that new mechanic, which is just gonna set it apart from the first game, you know. And if you can nail that, this this should be a runaway hit, you know. Mm. So I'm yeah, I'm curious to see what it's gonna be about. But yeah, I'll be diving into that trailer a few times, <laughs> maybe a few more times. Right before yeah, it looked game. amazing. And obviously it's got a big cast. It announced the cast and stuff on there. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's going to tie up really nicely. Uh, you can see it's going to tie up quite a lot of things with Death Stranding as well, which had an amazing twist and amazing story in it. Yeah. So if you haven't played Death Stranding, you can play it now if you are a PlayStation Plus Extra subscriber because it is in that game catalogue. You asked for it, now you've got it. The ultimate FIFA soundtrack has been decided with iconic artists like Muse, MGMT, Saint Motel, Blur, Billie Eilish and more making their return in FIFA 23's new World Cup mode. Play the World Cup now in FIFA 23 on PlayStation 5. FIFA 23, the world's game. PlayStation. All right, Alex. 
From one big game to another, we are back. Square Enix has officially announced that Final Fantasy 16's release date is June 22nd, 2023. The publisher also unveiled a brand new trailer for the highly anticipated JRPG, which you can see on social media channels. Producer Nakoyu Yoshida had previously said that Final Fantasy 16's release date would be announced by the end of the year, and it was widely speculated that the Game Awards would be the platform for which to reveal the date. Final Fantasy 16 is currently in development for PS5 and PC. We got a big fight. We got 2023's Game of the Year is going to be interesting because there's so many bombs coming out next year. It's going to be really, really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. Obviously, there's been it's been rumored for a while. We all knew it was coming, and um, and yeah, like you said, 2023. I just can't wait. I mean, this, yeah, the- this is this is a nice addition, I guess. You know, another Final Fantasy game. But come on, man, there was just so many heavy hitters potentially coming. But here's out, a, here's an interesting thing. You've got Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core coming. You've now got Final Fantasy 16 for June, and on Square's roadmap, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth which is part two of the remake, is listed as winter 2023. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is which is, which is nuts. <laughs> so, And I guarantee you that will have some sort of PlayStation exclusivity to it as well. You know what I mean? Sony are very tight when it comes to Final Fantasy. They'll get that year in. Um, yeah. But yeah, the trailer looked amazing. You can go to our live reaction and see how we reacted to it as well. Um, but I spoke to a few Final Fantasy fans, uh, yeah. people who have played like almost every game or they're currently playing Final Fantasy fourteen still. Mm-hmm. And they just said, this is a return to OG Final Fantasy. And I was like, okay, enough said. That's a 10 out of 10 for most reviewers then. You know what I mean? What's OG, interesting though, you mean OG... Or they're gonna still is it still action? No, just the way the story and the characters are portrayed and things like that. You know, I think Final Fantasy because that's what Final Fantasy VII remake did. It gave you the option of either playing with the updated controls and combat systems, or yeah. you could actually switch it all back to OG FF turn based style game. And a lot of people were doing that and really enjoying it that way. So obviously we'll see, but you got to remember the people that are making Final Fantasy 16 are the developers and producers and the workers who did who are doing Final Fantasy 14 online, you yeah. know, which is the most popular Final Fantasy and the most profitable Final Fantasy for Square of all time. So it's going to be a huge game, and it's coming out June 22nd, which is slap bang in the middle of the year. Hopefully, days after a Sony showcase, you know, which has now been over a year and counting that we're waiting for a showcase. But Alex, yeah, I've talked about the small games. Talk about the OG, the OG game now. Hit me, literally. The biggest game of the night, the biggest announcement, announcement, bigger than game of the year, bigger than all the expected Elden Ring surprises. <laughs> this game was the announcement that we were all waiting to hear, ladies and gentlemen. Bandai Namkai Entertainment has debuted a scrumptious cinema, I love that word, uh, cinematic trailer, and indeed, for Tekken 8 during the Game Awards 2022, the trailer confirms the return of a number of legacy characters, including Paul Phoenix, Martial Law, I'm talking King, Jack 8, we have a Jack 8 now, and of course, previously confirmed Kazuya and Jin. Uh, most surprising, however, is the long-awaited return of Jun Kazama, who hasn't appeared uh, canonically since uh, Tekken 2. Uh, the development team are taking full advantage of the power of the current generation consoles, with the visuals receiving a huge overhaul compared to the game's predecessor. 
Sadly, no release date has been announced yet, but hopefully it will make it out in 2023, which I'm sure they will do. But after watching that trailer, man, it just puts a smile on your face. You just can't wait. <laughs> you just can't yeah, wait. Well, dude, come. our live reaction is hilarious. We're just it's just too all, all decorum and professionalism left when those yeah. trailer when it, Tekken 8 comes on, you know, because we're just gamers at heart. And Tekken has been the longest franchise in our minds, you know what I mean, in terms of when it comes to PlayStation. So seeing the new trailer at the Game Awards, it's exciting. And it's actually further on than I thought, because when we saw the first trailer at that state of play, yeah, we were like, okay, this is a long way off. But now the fact that they already had footage of like Paul, King, Jack, Marshall, and it had cutscenes from the campaign in there, you're like, oh, okay, they're actually going pretty far yeah. in it. Um, yeah, cannot wait. I loved... Uh, the most important thing for me in a fighting game isn't the visuals it's the frame rate and i was just watching it and i was like this is smooth like butter this is running at 60 you can see it in yeah. tekken and i again as beautiful as tekken 8 looks the frame rate's got to be on point you know what i mean and it's gonna, uh, it's gonna come on Namco, you're listening to this power now, right they got the ps5 underneath its wings this is what i'm saying i'm like listen downgrade the visuals it's totally fine if it means we get 120 frames per second in a mode i would take it <laughs> Even if it looks like a PlayStation 1 game, give me 120. It just means I beat Alex even faster. You know what I mean? With the amount of, like, computational, I guess, what um, ability that they need. I mean, you've only got two characters in, like, a background. They could push so much horsepower into those two uh, characters alone. So, like, um, yeah, yeah, don't worry. You're but you know what? I want to see something different now as well yeah. in, in regards to Tekken. Tekken always, when it's a mainstay number, they always just change something slightly to, to to change the style right and they've balanced out tekken 7 mm. i want to see something you just mentioned the horsepower i do want to see something different with tekken 8 just something little you know yeah. what i mean whether it be a, a a change to the reversal system you know when they introduced the ability to not just reverse but reverse and um reverse and reverse on exactly yeah. reverse i, I yeah. was going to say when you can reverse a grab but turn it into an attack now yeah yeah as well you know let's see what they go on that front but as long as it's got a campaign that is similar to, you know we saw it with tekken 7 they everyone's just took the mortal combat route you know street fighters doing it um tekken is doing it so as long as they build on that obviously it's going to carry on from where tekken 7 left off because you can see kazuya wins and beats heihachi in um my bad sorry i'm doing an alexe when he beats hitch hatch in tekken 7 right uh so we'll see where we go but we'll move on, Alex, from one fight to another fight and from one arena to the courtroom. Oh, nice. This episode is brought to you by Starbucks. Discover festive magic with red cups at Starbucks. Find joy in every sip with a toffee nut latte. Have it hot for the ultimate winter warmer. Embrace the chill by getting it iced. Or go all out with the new toffee nut cream cold brew. Festive favorites are back at Starbucks on Starbucks Delivers and the Starbucks UK app. While stocks last at participating stores, must be 18 plus to use the app and delivery. T's and C's apply. YouTube video announcement. This week was the Game Awards and the team sat down and filmed their live reactions to the show. Head over to watch and don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Of course, it's you, isn't it? No, it's you. No, it's you. I just did. Oh, it's me. Oh, sorry, <laughs> listeners. I was like, well, for Alex to do it, but it was actually me. Okay, number five. You got five on it. In the face of a lawsuit from the FTC, 
tech giant Microsoft is appearing unfazed as President Brad Smith says the company welcomes its chance to defend the purchase of Activision Blizzard King in court. Smith isn't the only one who's standing up for the deal as Activision's own Bobby Kotick addressed employees to reiterate his confidence that the deal will still close. The FTC challenging the merger is the first time in years that Microsoft will face such pushback from the regulator, though it will still require the approval of the EU and CMA regulatory boards, as it has only filed a lawsuit within its internal administrative court. Smith has already spoken up to defend this deal. Earlier this week, he had an op-ed published on the Washington Post where he went through great pains to help shape Microsoft as the third-place company behind Sony and Nintendo who need this merger to help compete in the gaming industry. Everything about this deal is still very much up in the air and it only looks like we're at the beginning of a long process before a decision is dealt. And all of this is happening while Blizzard is once again facing reports of horrible development conditions and crunch for the development of Diablo 4. Oh. Moving forward, Alex, they're going to court. Your thoughts? Yet again, we're with the ongoing saga, which we report on every every single week. You know, it seems like a character or even a presenter. <laughs> right? With a with, with a with a, with a Mac, Microsoft, uh, Activision, Sony cinematic universe <laughs> yeah, exactly. in audio form. You know, in audio form. So this week, uh, the FTC is now involved, so they're trying to lay the smackdown on. It's just like, come on, man! It's like everybody and their mother have got an issue with this whole uh, deal and uh, it's money man it's so much money, money. big money and i'm, I'm loving it because it's like it's just giving fire into the industry right and uh obviously we've got the likes of um uh obviously sony behind this just behind the scenes just pulling strings especially with the democrats now right i don't think that's a great move from sony's part um obviously we're not going to be seeing it here but uh microsoft did make a great uh deal with um uh, with Nintendo, you know, with uh, the Call of Duty being released, uh, well, well, a ten-year deal with. It's, uh, a, it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life because Nintendo great. have never said to Microsoft, <laughs> uh, Nintendo have never said to Activision, you can't release COD on Switch. They just stopped releasing it because it's the wrong market for Call of Duty, right? And it takes development time because you're releasing a legacy version of the game. Yeah. So it made me. It was. For, it's weird though because. Microsoft, we laughed and we took the piss out of Microsoft because they were desperate and they were making websites and saying silly things. Mm -hmm. But when Phil Spencer spoke, he spoke professionally about it and he was, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're trying to offer. Eventually, he said that, obviously, before he kept beating around the bush, before he decided to cut the bush down and just say how it was. Mm. Problem is, Microsoft were obviously, as soon as it came out that the FTC weren't happy with the deal, um, you got this Brad Smith coming out, act, talking like he's a fucking, you know, a fanboy. Like, yeah, 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 you know, Netflix blockbuster, da, da, da. and I'm just like, you sound like somebody who's just got kicked in the nuts, and you're not happy about it at the moment. The deal's gonna go through. The money's too big, right? Um, but just keep your professionalism about it. You know, I love the fact that. Microsoft made a big deal that we've just signed a 10-year deal with Nintendo. Nintendo didn't even bother replying to them. You know what I mean? And then it's so funny. Nintendo were like... 10-year deal, like, great. You know what I mean? Nintendo were just like, yeah, Mario sells more in a month than COD will on a Switch in 10 years, so don't worry about that. And then I, I like the fact that Sony all of a sudden have just... It's like you said, they're like little puppeteers. Like They, they, they got the bitch and moan out. 
and then they stood quiet and they just waited for Microsoft to react. And I'm a Microsoft are reacting every day, and Sony are just staying quiet, probably giggling in a corner, like we're gonna get 15 years, we're gonna get 15 even, years. Didn't um, Steam also had like a deal as well? I think Microsoft's giving deals to everybody. No, no, yeah, and the worst thing is <laughs> Nintendo didn't say anything, and then Gabe Newell from Valve was like, "Yeah, and." Yeah, yeah, like it's like great. Yeah, cool. you know what I mean. We don't care, yeah. like you know what I mean. We're not bothered about it, you know. But it's so I mean, funny because the only people who are bitching about it is just Sony, man. It's just like, and it's just too funny. But it's just, just let it go through. It's just no, mate. Listen, really I want it. I want this to go for years because I love all the <laughs> all, all the paper leaks. You know what I mean, and all the yeah. leaks that come out from it, and finding out all this stuff. It's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I like it. I like well, it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned till next week to see what happens next. You know what I mean? mm. Who else is going to block this thing? But yeah, with the FTC getting involved, and I think uh, Corin Bahu from the Democrats was also there. Um, yeah, it seems like they're going to do exactly what whatever they can to slow this deal down. But Microsoft has got a deep pockets, one of the deepest pockets, you know, in terms of anybody in the game industry. So I really don't see this being an issue. They'll be able to pay everybody off ten times. I over. think. I think you know, obviously the FTC's official statement and wording is they're talking about things we can't see because it's redacted. Yeah, and obviously only they've seen it, but apparently it's not good. Uh, which is all about the thing people don't realize and this is the most important thing netflix was the people's choice yeah 4.99 a month yeah 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 as as it grew and as it became a monopoly for netflix because let's be honest prime came out prime is not a netflix competitor the the only thing that's a netflix competitor of any consequence is disney plus and disney has disney behind it but what, look at those two. Look at the price changes that they've manipulated and changed. And now Netflix have done everything. Netflix's big popularity thing for the for the consumer was no ads. Now it's, oh, yeah, we're going to do that, but we're going to charge you. You know what I mean? you you got to pay for the higher subscriptions to have no ads. You know it's, what I mean? No, and it's I mean, just going to happen with this. No, that's a very good point, but I really don't think that even though that's the face of this advert, yeah, what they're actually wanting to say is, yeah, it's a massive, massive deal, and we just want a nice chunk of change. And now everybody and their mama is trying to see whatever they can say, whatever they can do with, you know, leaked, uh, you know, redacted documents, which could be very damaging to potential parties or companies, uh, just to make sure that they pay enough because they know that for Microsoft really want this deal to go through regardless. So if you can manage to get your case in now, you're going to get a nice payday. And remember, it's a lawsuit here, yeah. So the lawyers are going to be winning all the way. So I want you to remember this date. If we don't hear more, uh, more situations like this, which we have been doing, and Microsoft, like I said, have got big pockets, they're willing to pay. You right, know, that's the thing. They're the big fish, big fish in the pond, aren't they? <laughs> Friday, the 9th of December, two thousand and twenty-two. Remember this now, because I'm going to say it, and it's going to happen. Sony will be pissed off. FIFA's license agreement is finishing, right? Yeah. Which means I guarantee it now. This deal will go through. Sony will sign some sort of thing with EA Sports FC. Not for EA as a whole, but just for that one. If you want to beat that deal, you sign a game bigger than Call of Duty yeah. and it's FIFA. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Um, they already did it with Rockstar. They they get all the marketing rights, all the DLC, all the online stuff on GTA Online first. And you see that it has a big influence on uh, Rockstar's games. 
FIFA is like MLB. Sony do MLB, and MLB says you want to keep it, you got to release it on everything. So now you're seeing it on the Switch and you're seeing it on Xbox. And everyone laughed because, like, oh, it's coming to Game Pass, but Microsoft are paying the entire development cost in that deal. So Sony are making MLB for free. It's going to Game Pass, and everything they sell on Switch and PlayStation is profit for them. You know what I mean? So they're not complaining. But I can just see it because once that FIFA license is gone, Sony will be like, right. How much for, you know, some sort of like, you know, like similar to GTA, we get all the marketing, we get exclusive content, we get this, we get that. The home of EA Sports is on PlayStation and they go from there. If It's going to be, like you said, it's just kind of cool to see. And I want to see what the reactions of the other companies are going to be when it, not if, when it goes through, you know, like how it's not just Sony and Nintendo and Valve and that. What about? EA, how are they going to react to it? Rockstar, take two. Yeah, I think they, should all, they should all see this as a massive opportunity to up their um, FPS market and games, you know, because it just seems like there's a lot of, this whole industry is lacking because everybody's just getting lazy. They're relying on COD. You know, you got Fortnite out there. What, you got Destiny? Like, Sony should just be hyping up Destiny. <laughs> but I guess worried that Destiny is going to be threatened by COD, but it, there's, there's no comparison. You know, unless they just well, switch the whole mechanics. I think, I, I think that's the big thing that's pissing Sony off is they bought Bungie, which is, you know, very historic tied with Microsoft, you know. And as soon as they purchased the deal, they released official statements and we're not going to take it away at all. The millions of people that play Destiny every year, you know, and when the expansions come out, they sell millions and millions of copies and that we're not taking it away from anything whatsoever. No content... They bought Bungie and even scrapped all their content exclusivity that they had. So everything that PlayStation was getting since Destiny 1, first, some weapons even up to a year, all went and they said it's a level playing field across the board. Not, you know, And there'll be no enhancements or visual updates or anything to PlayStation. It's all coming out. And I think they kind of just expected that in kind. But Microsoft are not dumb. They're like, we're not spending $69 billion to give you the exact same thingy eventually. We need something back on it. It's not for Candy Crush, as they're saying. It's for COD because all they talk about is COD. Oh, somebody. <laughs> but like, uh, I mean, the Candy Crush market, I'm sure, is bigger than COD. <laughs> you know what I mean? There are more mobile. I don't, yeah, yeah. No, I, I get that. But what I mean is <laughs> Microsoft say, oh, the deal's not about COD. It's about Candy Crush. But then every word that comes out their mouth is about COD. <laughs> you know, I'm like, talk about Candy Crush no, and make them believe it. The only people who talk who bring up keep bringing up card is Sony. <laughs> you know what I mean? Microsoft's like, don't worry about it. We got this. We're gonna look after everybody because we it, they would be shooting themselves in the foot if they started making it completely exclusive to Xbox because the brand isn't big enough. You yeah. know, it's not big enough to draw all the Call of Duty friends over there. So but as we said, you know, we know the deal's gonna go through. It's too much money. We've both said that continuously that the deal will go through. I think what sony have done is what was initially supposed to be just this generation deal has now turned into a 10-year generate they're trying to get as best as they possibly can get 20, to get this deal 20, you know 30. you know what i mean so yeah. we spoke about it a lot more last week but uh we'll move on alex because the last announcement in the news this week was an exciting one all right let's dive into it um okay so rock steady studios has announced a suicide Sorry, okay, let me start that again. <laughs> uh, Rocksteady, Studios, uh, Rocksteady Studios has announced that Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League will be released on May the 26th, 2023. Furthermore, a new trailer for the game also confirmed that the late 
Kevin Conroy um, returns once more, uh, once last time to voice Batman in the game. Yeah, so you know the classic, uh, the iconic voice for Batman. I love uh, the end of that trailer, man. When it just yeah. where it was dedicated to Kevin Conroy. You know that was a really nice touch. They could have yeah. focused on the, just yeah. the day and everything. They didn't. It was humanity at the end. It was just like for you, Kevin. You know, thank you, Kevin. You know what I mean. And it was, and it stayed on screen for about five, six seconds, which was really nice. You know, um, so yeah, man, he was an amazing actor. You know, I mean, he brought, he helped define Batman, right? I mean, and that's just rippled through all iterations of Batman that we see from the animation. Well, even Mark Hamill said it best. You wouldn't have got that Joker voice without Kevin because Kevin pushed him and showed him this is how I'm doing Batman and worked. And then they got the Joker voice, you know, and yeah, it's definitely going to be weird because we've played all these Batman games and on the PlayStation, you know, these Arkham games with Kevin, we've played, we've watched the animated series with Kevin and then, you know, We've heard screaming in the films, but we would have been happy if it was Kevin's voice anyway. But at the end of the day, things come to an end and we'll move forward. But I just hope the game lives up to the justice, no pun intended. And uh, the game actually looked, the trailer was actually kind of cool. You know it, looks, I mean? it, looks, it looks cool, but I'm kind of getting Gotham Night vibes. I don't know. Can't be uh, that bad. It's it rock can't steady. Be that can't be that bad. Exactly. Exactly. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. And it is that time again where we break down the top 10 UK sales charts of the week. Before we jump into the top 10, though, I have an honourable or dishonourable mention. Need for Speed Unbound reaches the finishing line at number 17. Huh. It's a poor launch for the franchise. Need for Speed is the 10th biggest games IP in UK history and sales are down 64% compared with Need for Speed Heat, which was released in November 2019. 78% of these sales were on PS5. Hmm, let's see if it will make it to the top 10 next week. But for now, at number 10, we have Animal Crossing New Horizons with Sonic Frontiers at number 9. At number 8 is Nintendo Switch Sports with Pokemon Scarlet at number 7. At number 6, The Callisto Protocol which is a new release this week. So the closest comparison this year would be Dying Light 2, which is a far more established brand. And the Callisto Protocol sales were 70% lower than that. Yet, its launch sales were much bigger than other mid-level releases this year, such as Saints Row and Gotham Knights. Overall, it seems like a solid first week. 74% of box sales for the new release were on PS5. At number 5 is Pokemon Violet, with Mario Kart 8 Deluxe at number 4. Now at number 3, God of War Ragnarok, which rises up two places from last week with a 7% sales increase week on week. At number two is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. And at number one, you guessed it, yet again, it is FIFA 23. So this one remains at number one despite a 47% sales drop from the previous week. Do we think it's going to remain number one next week? Do we think Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 will take that top spot? Who knows, you know? Maybe Need for Speed Unbound will uh, creep back up. Who knows? Catch me next week for the update. Uh, okay, listeners. So as I mentioned, this show, uh, this episode this week is a little bit different. That was the charts from Demi. As you can see, Alex, FIFA 23, still at number one. <laughs> number two. And uh, God of War at number three. So your top three are your usual three on that front. Uh, there's no letters this week because obviously we really wanted to focus on the Game Awards and the live reactions. 
So that's everything this week for the latest PS5 episode. Again, if you click the link in the description, it will take you to our YouTube live reactions for the Game Awards announcements. Alex, any final comments? We've had a long one. We stayed up last night. We did the live reactions to the Game Awards. We've done the episode. Whew. I'm just happy that uh, Nintendo is still pretty much dominating the top 10. I like I like, I like, like that. Um, Bundle like, deals, bro. Bundle yeah, deals. Don't get your hopes up. Deals. They're still getting in there. They're still trying to get to that 200 million, which I've stated from day one of this show. As soon as <laughs> as soon as Switch 2 comes it. out, it's over, mate. It's over. Yeah, Switch 2 is going to be part of the Switch family. No, right? no I don't count. You don't like, you, yeah, yeah. PS3 was a part of the PS5, PS2. Yeah. Bro, you know what I mean? It's the same thing. Okay, um, in that case, by that logic, <laughs> then, okay, so the PlayStation 2 actually sold like 256 million if you count ps3 that's how it works right <laughs> that's what it's gonna be you know there's no one even for them to cripple their own brand uh but yeah i think the game awards was, it, was, it was a good show not amazing it was good but the sealer was the uh, it, it was an improvement on last year even the announcements were better than last year so it was it's getting better just needs to get shorter Highlight was definitely the last award and that random kid. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to the Game Station. Station.